loud sound for two seconds. Nope. Nope. I guess I'm not hating. <laughs> like, open it. Oh no, it has a tear <laughs> thing. It's, it's it's a Filipino. It's ketchup, but it's banana ketchup. But like it's so spicy. There's a spicy version, and like sometimes like and like the label sometimes on like when it says spicy is like this small on the bottle. I have to get you. You have to go back first and explain to me how you made ketchup out of a banana. It's a it's a banana syrup, but they're calling it ketchup because they're calling it ketchup because like, it's red. They like dye it red, so it's like it's not ketchup. It's banana. But it's made like the same way that banana like ketchup is yeah. made. Like when you taste, I mean, obviously it's not the same texture, but like. You, you have but to try it. I'm gonna, get you, I'm gonna get you a bottle, and you're just gonna have to try it. <laughs> okay, we're talking about education today. Did you even say hi yet? Nope. I was just thinking that as you said that. <laughs> hi, everybody. Welcome to the Be More Cat Cast. This is Brittany. I'm Maria. And today, while I eat, <laughs> always, usual, we're gonna be discussing what exactly about education. What We're gonna be discussing education, but we haven't exactly... We, we haven't hashed this out. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna be just a, uh, I don't know. Okay, so we're in a time right now. Yeah. I feel like you have to give me some kind of perspective on this because okay. I, my crunching is like, I feel my crunching in my whole head. Like my whole <laughs> body is crunching. Uh-huh. I feel like, do you hear me chewing like really abrasively? It's not, it's not like obnoxious. <laughs> You're okay, chewing. Like, it's I don't feel bad. bad. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Sorry, what were you going to say? <laughs> so, I brought up the whole education topic this week. Like, I yeah. texted you or whatever the other day. Because mm-hmm. my sister is doing virtual learning right now, and she's in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, all right, this could be a fun thing to talk about because we're still in quarantine. This is, like, day or week two, I think, for me. <laughs> or something. But, sure. um, no, it's just something I feel like kids virtual learning like it's one thing it was college right like it's one thing like we went to school and like we had online online classes and like we're super independent but like from kindergarten don't give college students that that, don't don't even uh, uh -uh. okay we did it i'm not saying we did it correctly (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying we did it correctly we did it (laughs) but like the k through 12 system all virtual learning right now or wherever like we are right now in new jersey like it just mind-boggling to me Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, um, we're lucky enough to have, like, you know, computer access and online access, like, at home. But, like, what if, like, some kids are home and they don't have, you know, like, that access? Like, what do they do then? Like, From what know? I understand, um, like, funding has been developed mm-hmm. for schools to be able to get resources to these kids. Yeah. Um, I was very confused about where that's coming from. Oh. Um, <laughs> maybe I should put my bonus on. <laughs> Same. I literally just did that right now. <laughs> um, what's happening? I don't know how to work this thing. Uh, <laughs> okay, I gotta end the call. Wait, pause. Oh lord. All right, now let's talk about it. Um, so yeah, they're they're learning how to do remote remote learning, but it it. Mm-hmm. It's a whole process, like, there's... Ugh, of course, it's a whole process. There's so many things that I could dive into, like, let me say, now more than ever, I've never been more grateful for the fact that I didn't actually go into K-12 education. Yeah. Um, but... Do you want to unpack that? <laughs> what about, like, what about it? Where do I start? Like, from the beginning. I don't know. Because you um, thought of, like, did you think about, like, going to... Yeah, I applied to jobs and, like, went yeah. into interviews and did... Um, 
you subbed too, didn't you? Yeah, I subbed for the longest time. I yeah. actually really enjoyed doing that. I get like I got to put on like like got to learn about like kids yeah. and like I actually like I got to, I was a like a long term like consistently subbing for like a first grade teacher in our hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoyed it, but my and it was fun because when you go like I didn't study elementary education, right? So when I went in and I was like teaching first graders and like went in and did like middle school subbing, like I had to like read the curriculum books and teach myself and be like, okay, but it's fun. It was a fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun problem solving situation, right? Cause it's like, all right, this is the information I have to teach. This is the curriculum. How do I make this like fun and attainable for them? Yeah. yeah. Like, teach it to myself again. So like it was, I enjoyed it. My issue, and maybe it would have been different. Maybe if I didn't want to teach dance or if like I wasn't dance wasn't the thing that I was going in for it would be a different setting because Uh I really just feel like they're Mm -hmm. (sighs) how do I go into this my issue with dance my issue with dance education K through 12 right now is that there's a lot of curriculum and there is a lot of like good what should be happening okay like there's a lot of information about why it's important. It's just like like all art. I feel like I have to look down. I feel like I'm looking at you now because I feel really <laughs> awkward. I don't know where to walk. Um, just look wherever. I'm literally looking. My weird computer. <laughs> um, but I feel like so. Okay, let's look at it this way. Yeah. So when you go in as a math teacher or like any of the STEM teachers, like you're getting a lot of support, right? You know your end goal is to like help the kids understand the world, but like in reality, like your end goal is like to get them good grades so they score well on tests so that you're getting yeah. funding and X, Y, Z that you need. I mean, at some point it gets very political and segregated. And- like, right, like everything else, but like when you go in as a teacher, you're more likely, and I'm not saying this is in every case, but you're more likely to get the funding you need um, to get the resources you need. Um, and you have a very clear goal in the school system that's being supported by the school system, right? Because they want their kids to do well in those areas and succeed well. And that's part of the greater issue that I have with the education system. Um, not to say those things aren't important because they're like really important for like developing problem skills. Do I necessarily think that's important that you have to, you know, <laughs> understand all of the chemistry in the world? Not exactly, but whatever. But whatever, yeah. Um, my issue is that in the dance aspect and the arts aspect in general, yeah, is that um, we get all of this amazing curriculum, right? So like New Jersey, every school, every K-12 school in New Jersey, and like the beautiful thing is because of this pandemic, we've learned about like how many ridiculous school, the number of ridiculous number of school systems there are in the state. That's crazy. Every single one of them is like mandated to have like a da- like a performing arts curriculum to offer. Really? But they don't necessarily have the, like, the staff, the teachers, to be able to teach it. Which I really, that was what I was passionate about doing when I first went into dance education. I wanted to be able to do that. Right. Share, like, actual dance education and all of, like, there are curriculum, there are standards for learning. Like, there is all of that. Like, there is for every other program. Yeah. um, For every other area of study. But what I saw when I was going into dance programs at different schools no matter how hard teachers were fighting to give their their dancers like well-rounded education systems there was a lot of this like show pony okay and i saw in music i saw in drama of like yeah. oh we're doing this we're doing this event you need to dance at it uh, we're doing this event you need to dance at it okay 
and there wasn't a lot of necessary or like I would like have conversations with different people like administration and like they would talk about what they wanted the kids to get and like understand like oh they need to learn how to express themselves but then it was like well we're high schools will put them in because they get like college credits and they want to be able to promote the fact that they can give kids college credits and like it's not it's not actually catering towards developing the person which is like what arts has a beautiful ability to do it's more right. about like that end result and what are we getting out of it which i think is the education system hopefully that's the education system in general right yeah yeah which is kind of frustrating and i think it's like i guess it's i think it's good that all of this is ha i think it's <laughs> i think it's good that all of this is happening because i feel like people are i feel like right now people are realizing the only if we have the ability to do all of this for kids at home, yeah, right? Like the only reason we send them to school is like yeah. the social active, like the social activity. And like, remember growing up, we used to say like, we, I, I even kids I talk to now, they're like, I go to school because my friends are there. Like I don't go to school. Literally, school. absolutely. It's yeah. a social environment. And then like, it also is kind of like a daycare environment. And when I talk to a lot of like parents, they really, or not parents, sorry. When I talk to a lot of teachers, yeah that was another thing that kind of was frustrating is like i don't want to feel like i'm getting paid when i'm being told this is what i should be doing right and then 90 percent of what i'm actually doing is managing your lives yeah. and like yeah. a, being a like a babysitter to a room a that like you're has 10 kids and now has 30. Mm -hmm. um and it's not it's not like that's why i really feel like i have so much respect for teachers oh, absolutely yeah. like, for all of what they're going through right now and the transitions they're making and how beautifully creative they get to be in all of this right but yeah. i also feel very bad for them and yeah. i have like ugh, just ugh, i sigh for them because i know that they're still like i know teachers who within like the first couple of days of the schools getting shut down like their administration is breathing down their neck and is like this is what you have to make sure they're doing and like as a person they're just trying to cope with what's going on you know yeah because it's such a shift it's it's mm. it literally just happened overnight they're like yeah. all right like we're gonna be quarantined basically the future yeah. and down. i know a lot of a lot of schools were trying to develop a program like prior like under the radar right. um we're trying to develop different programs and had like emergency programs in place but it's it's different when it actually comes to doing it and at the end of the day like when you're asking the way that i look at it is like you were all of the children in our country right now all the children in the world who are going through this are this is traumatic Oh, this is a this is like this is traumatic for us. So like, imagine being told Absolutely. you can't see your friends and you can't be in the social. I thank God for social media, but like, you can't be in that setting and like yeah. this is what you have to do now. Like, you're traumatizing like, these children. And like, sometimes like the kids that go to school, like they, like they like bank on going to school from having a break from being home. Right, right, like, and like you're taking that, you're taking that away from them yeah. in the hopes of like wanting to protect them yeah um but like you're taking that away from them and you're traumatizing them and then you're telling teachers it's business as usual they still should be learning and i think it shouldn't be business as usual for no. anyone honestly no. i agree it should be like all right we'll try and be business as usual but like if you're not feeling up for it like don't be too yeah like hard on yourself you know like it's it's a I global have, pandemic like i have seen i have so many um like dancers that i work with and like i still have to work like i still have to work here like work with Rutgers, right um yeah. like 
motivation, even personally, like motivation is a very difficult thing right now. And I just had this conversation this morning with one of my colleagues. We were talking about like yeah. trying to inspire motivation in students and it you're taking like we are human, we are social, right? And that's what's really very different about us compared to yep. a lot of other species is that we yep. we foster and flourish in social settings. Yep. Even though we ironically have spent a really long time trying to isolate ourselves from other people. <laughs> <clears throat> this is like <laughs> whatever society. But this is like we need that on some level and technology's not enough. We need to be physically present with one another. Right. Um, I think that's that's the worst part yeah we can do this right like we, we can totally do this with every single one of our friends but like it yeah but the physical space like taking up a physical space next to you is is what i think holds yeah. a lot of people right now yeah and it's hard and how do you how do you manage that for a child and how do you manage their like intellectual development because they don't have the tools to like understand this yet like it just comes with like age and just like you know living life and like yeah i mean we no one that's the whole point of how we got to where we got to right no one literally has the tools to be able to and right. that's the biggest thing that i i am not this is a little off this is more like about the like actually living in the pandemic for the week that I we mean, like, yeah but like i'm and having live it like living through it myself too like I'm not as concerned about the like economic like yes it's a little scary like the like economics and the fun oh. aspects of what's going on is very scary but like we are like economics has its natural cycle and like its natural ebb and flow and like things always like that'll figure its way out like it'll be scary it always it always does the whole supply. yeah it'll figure its way out but my my biggest concern about all of this is that we've been living on this like as a society we've been living on this path for a very long time of like un like unaware like taking advantage of the gifts that we have of being around each other and like isolating each other and like developing this environment of like mm -hmm. um taking advantage of other people or like being super competitive with other people and like now we're being for like ignoring our issues and things like that and like not yeah. addressing mental health and now you're putting millions of people in a situation where they literally are isolated and they can't have necessarily all the distractions that like we can get to a certain point where like netflix and being on your phone isn't going to be enough and they no, can't because have like how many realistically how many tv shows can you binge watch right you're insane yeah and it's like it's going to get to a point where like it's people are just going to be so like there's going to be so much mental health that needs to be dealt with and i feel like we're not prepared as a culture, right. as a society, right. that, to yeah. like talk about it first of right. all, to even acknowledge that it actually is happening. Yeah, and yeah. That's what I'm. That's really where like, yeah. where what makes me sad and what makes me worried. And like, it took me. It took like a week of me living through it. Yeah. And like, and trying to do because like, Dan goes to work every day. You know, yeah. like I'm trying to shift the way that I'm working and like thank God for pets, like, yeah. and, like, I get to do a lot of, like, getting to talk to people, but it's not the same. No, it's not the same. It's really not the same, and it's, like, getting to a point where it does take a toll, yeah. and when you start to go through it, because, like, having gone through, like, the depression, anxiety things that I've gone through, like, you become really aware of what, like, your symptoms and your signs are, and you try to yeah. 
in, like overcome them. And like in the past couple of days, I've been like, oh, wait a second. This is not good. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, <laughs> same thing with me for the past like couple of weeks going through this whole thing. Um, Cause I did get sick like towards the beginning of like yeah. whatever. Um, and my anxiety was like, no, you definitely have it. Like that's definitely the virus. It's like you're coughing, blah, blah. And I'm yeah. just like, yep. no, that's just like. That was the worst part about going to the grocery store yesterday. It's crazy. It's your anxiety. And sometimes like you don't notice that you're anxious, like in the middle of it. Like for me, like, I just don't know, like if I don't think about it, but I feel like the symptoms of it, I was like, I'm definitely like, I'm not sick. Like yeah. I'm getting sick because I'm anxious. And like for people, oh, and for, for people that don't realize that because they aren't so like emotionally intelligent with their own bodies or whatever, they, they might be actually getting sick. Right. You know? like, for me, it's all, all, all like a whole mental game that I have to be like, no, I'm not sick. Yeah. Like, let me just go outside and like sit outside. And like, usually yeah. that's what I do. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm good for like half an hour. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, it really is, it really all is a mental game. And I feel like that's the first, that really is the first part. Like everything that happens to us and everything that like we experience have to go through your mind, like, your mental state first. Like yeah. near, and it's funny because so many like have like this weird hiccup thing going on <laughs> so many uh the so much research is coming out right now and yeah. has been coming out talking about how important like I, we've seen a lot of like the work and like the school cultures too because that's what we're talking about kind of so, kind of um like quarantine part two honestly yeah really <laughs> uh like we've been able to gear a lot of awareness maybe a lot more awareness towards like the understanding of how your mental state like, like molds your experiences and yeah. your feeling and things like that. Um, but what I really feel like, and I've really learned a lot about going de like deeper into the health and wellness that I've been doing yeah. is it your, it's like this, it's so hypocritical, like the world of just telling you how like our society is still just hypocritical. So yeah. like, we tell people not to panic, right? And yeah. we tell people not to worry and that you're in support of them and that we're going to do whatever has to be done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and that's great. And people are stressing and people are overwhelming themselves. And what you're, when you stress out, you're literally putting your body like through so much weight and so much stress. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're a hundred and like, you're releasing these endorphins and you're, you're allowing like the toxins in your body to just yeah party because you're stressing yourself out and your immune system stops functioning yeah which is why i i can't believe hyperdrive i i can't believe that um most i don't know if it's most but like a lot of like businesses corporation whatever are still like business as usual like you yeah. can't put your employees and that's behind that pressure the problem right you yeah. tell people not to stress out you tell, tell people like that you're taking action to do stuff and then like you don't actually when I, we talked about this i think a little last week too like yeah. you don't, you don't change the the system from above yeah so that it doesn't actually make a difference and then these people are still stressed out and you tell them you know take all these precautions to support your immune system but then like the one thing that they need to be able to do to support their immune system is not feel stressed like then like the, the one natural way without literally <laughs> doing anything else that you could support your immune system is to try to stay calm yeah like, but it's so hard it's but so you can't hard. do that when you have all these outside factors. Yeah, work, all like the societal factors, right? You have yeah. work telling you 
that you have to still do your job and that you have to show up every day. You have school districts and government yep. telling you that you now need to watch your children every day on yep. top of having to do all of that. You have um, the media putting out just yeah. constant influx of information about all the things that you should, should and shouldn't be doing and what's going on in the world. Like how there's so much hypocrisy in yep. what's being given to people. And it's at the end of the day, the one, the one sure way that people have to be able to fight against like potentially getting sick or having to struggle through COVID is being taken from them without their awareness because you're stressing them out. Right. It, like it's just, it's, it's hypocritical. Yeah. And it's so, it's so, I think it's so just typical of, and like, I hate to sound jaded and I like, <laughs> and like, I don't, we're not, I, we I, live in the greatest country and we really do we live in the greatest country in the world because of the opportunities and what we have available to us we really really do I, but at the same I, people are advantage, taking advantage of that and like we're not calling in on that yes i can agree to that i think that's that's what the core problem is and yeah. i hope my hope for all of this like with all of the i think i 100 percent believe that there is some type of higher power out there and that like things happen for a reason. Yeah. And I really think that, and like, I don't necessarily believe in God, but like, I believe in the, like the power of the universe. Yeah. I believe that there is something out there that was like, okay, well, you don't want to try to listen to our like gentle little, like, yeah. telling you, that you need to do something night, like you need to do something better. We're going to do this. And now yeah. you have a choice. That's, that's what I really honestly, uh -huh. truly feel. And I, I haven't even, what have you heard about like the theories with like China and stuff? Cause I really haven't even looked into that. I feel like it would just depress me. Um, what do you mean? Like conspiracy like people theory? are, yeah. <laughs> like there's, have you heard the theory that like China created? Yeah. The, and yeah. like, so I heard that theory when it first, like Wuhan first got their first wave, like the very, mm -hmm. beginnings, um, where I was like, you know, this is like, cause do you remember when like the Hong Kong um, like, riots happened, like, in the airport. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. like, That they, like, you know, created it, right? Anti, like, government, I think, I mean, don't quote me on that. I think it was anti-government. That's the whole premise. Oh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. right? because people were just... Just over it, right? Yeah. Um, so... With all the riots and everything, I remember all of that. Yeah, so when the first wave of, like, COVID came out, uh, how many months ago is this now? Like, technically? Like, in China? October, right? October, right? Like, yeah. September? So, You're going back. Yeah, I want to say, yeah. But in essence, I heard that this was just like biological warfare, is what the conspiracy theory is. Yeah. Is that the government is trying to lessen their population, at least in like concentrated, I guess, Chinese like cities or like metro, you know, wherever, um, so that there would be like less anti-government. But like that's just a conspiracy theory that I've yeah. heard. And but like again, even if that was. Like, okay, let's say that was the case. Wouldn't it be the first time that China tried to control their population, right? Like, it wouldn't, not a big surprise there. But again, it's, it's, it's still, like, stemming from, like, the big thing of what we're talking about, right? Like, when you create a culture, right, right. When you create that, like, and people are, like, you're just, it's like, it really is like you're just inviting something to go wrong. Like you're inviting space to make enemies, to piss off the universe, and to to have something go wrong. And, and it clearly did. I mean, it went global. Assuming whether, that this is right, right? Like right. assuming that this is. But right. either whether it's whether it is or not, like 
yeah. somebody somewhere, whether it was a person, like it didn't happen on accident, you know? Right, right. And it's in, it's getting, I really hope that it gets to the point that like, I hope this is a huge pivotal moment in the history of humanity to okay. make like people in all, just all over the place, more aware of so many things and like changing things for the better and actually bringing back our humanness because we try so hard to, even mm -hmm. with cancer, like the fight against cancer, yeah. like, at, like, and having seen it, like, we try so hard to put on this act of like, we have all of this medicine, we have everything, we are invincible, like nothing can stop humans, but like, that's not the case. Yeah. And we're not invincible. No. And like something really needed to, I really do, I feel like, yeah, something yeah. needed to like knock us down a peg or two. And like, it's very unfortunate that it's coming at global men, like the consequence is going to be global mental health crisis and the loss of a lot of lives. Right. And the whole like concept of being like invincible is such like a early twenties, like teenage, whatever. And, um, that leads our world. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, and I think we, we definitely talked this last week, like the whole like Florida thing and like the beaches and like those basically children being on spring break like those aren't yeah. all people from florida those are people around the country and then they brought the virus around back home and mm -hmm. i think i think because like they still have that whole like mentality of like oh this isn't gonna affect us like i'm just gonna go have fun because like screw that like i spent so much money blah blah, blah. like no it but is this is now. the this is the repercussion of like you pushing like the yolo concept like this right like yeah absolutely and like it's happening for a reason like we did this to ourselves like, like for all the people who want to blame everybody and want to say like we 100 percent did this to ourselves right well like we're not taking care of it's it's people being selfish is what it is is what it boils down to it's like yeah. no i'm gonna go live my life i don't care if i get sick right. like because i people are banking that they're not gonna get sick and that this is a whole like government hoax like quarantining and all this stuff but no it's yeah. this real life people are getting sick my mom's telling me hospitals are already running out of supplies. Like, I know that New Jersey was supposed to get a um, shipment on Thursday, right? They did, and I think the governor um, announced something again that they got more funding today or something. I can't. Here's my question for you. Yeah. This is so super off topic of what we were supposed to be talking about today, but it's fine. It's fine. We, we didn't hash this out beforehand. Like, <laughs> I know. And, we, you know, I will find a way to circle us back. It's okay. Um, yeah, I'll figure it out, too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. Um, here's what I really want to know. Mm -hmm. Where is this money coming from? Where's the money come from? Honestly, yep. they injected. So that stimulus bill, I have... Disclaimer. I feel like we have to put this disclaimer, like, in the video every single time. But I haven't done my research, like, fully. <laughs> so this is just, like, you know... the. Twitter headlines, if you will, like, that I keep, like, seeing. What is it, like, trillions of dollars just being injected into the American economy, like, the other day, that Senate, like, the House and the Senate, like, passed, right? Where is it coming from? Where is that coming from? If you think about it, that trillions of dollars that we just put into the economy is probably very close to the same amount of student loan debt that collectively every person has in this nation. So, where, like, <laughs> where, I can't understand where it came from. Like, this what? is why I feel like, this is going to get us into, like, a whole finance 
money is like not a thing anymore, right? Because you can so easily go into like a computer, not, not that I'm saying that I know anything about this, but like, it's not a physical, like what we've done to money and like, and what we've done with the concept is like exchanging something for something else because we made a digital, like you can just say like, Oh, I don't have $0 in here. I have a trillion dollars in here now. Right. Like, right, right. It's not, it's such a, like I'm about to Google where this money can go. Such <laughs> an abstract concept. Money now? Yeah. It's not like, cause money, money, when you think about it, right. Is like, when you still think about it, it's like a physical bill that you can see. Right. Which is like a, adapted over time, right? It's developed over time from like, right. It used to be like gold, it used to be like whatever it used to be, whatever had value to that person. Like it came from barter and trading. Obviously if I yeah. gave you like a fucking orange and you, and you, all you had was like, I don't know, a cloth or whatever. I'm like, yeah, totally same value. Oh obviously. yeah. But yeah, but because now it evolved. When we develop, develop a system of currency. Yeah. And like American currency, like, I understand why it's easier to manage of course because like barter and trading like you can fuck people especially up. right <laughs> yeah especially with the amount of people that we have yeah but like yeah and like it was funny because i had just found out i was talking to my aunt the other day yeah about, um two trillion dollars i don't know if that's even honestly accurate. that must be much more honestly oh yeah what do oh yeah I but, think they're putting like a hold on payments. I just got that email. Like they're not doing it yeah. and then your payments are off. But I think New Jersey, even if you're in an economic, like financial situation with like this whole COVID stuff happening, um, they're giving, I think, uh, like more leniency on like mortgage payments or something. That's good. That's what should be coming from the top. Yeah. Which is great. I, I agree with that. Um, um, but go on. Sorry. But we were having a conversation and like, I don't watch the news. I've, like, literally stopped because I can't, I can't handle it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, also oh, like, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, the whole, like, I've also been off the news and, like, um, social media more, like, this week compared to, like, the beginnings of, like, being quarantined because, like, it affects your mental state so much to keep seeing this, like, injected into your, your feed, your, like, you know, whatever, like, it just isn't good for me personally, like, I can't say for everyone. Oh, yeah. Me personally, I cannot do it anymore because, like, my anxiety is going to just spike up. Like, it's not right. It's funny because I, I was talking about this this morning, too, but this takes it to another level. Like, yeah. when you think about, like, what is it called? Um, it's not, oh, I can see it in front of me, but the word is just not coming well, to me. When you, un, 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 you torture somebody and it's not um you torture i didn't know okay this is great okay you torture somebody but it's i want to say like indecent but it's not indecent it's like when someone doesn't treat you like a human there's a term for it like inhumane is what i don't know why right but there's there's a there's a term for it like not being what like like something un something something Dang. It's okay. My brain is going to be busy all day. Like you wanted to say indecent exposure, and I know that that's not right. What is happening to my head? Content clues. You know what? Just keep. Unnecessary. It's like, uh, it's not unnecessary roughness. That's football. That's um, football, dude. Awesome. Like, I cannot. Why? It's so when you torture somebody and you, and it's not. 
and it's not you yeah it's like inhumane treatment there's a word for it all i can think of okay caveat um i've been watching um i am a killer <laughs> like on netflix i'm watching tiger king did you see that new netflix no but i've heard about it it's my like new cheer is what everyone keeps telling me like i'm gonna tell oh, everyone really? to watch this. i'm gonna literally tell i told everyone to watch it um what all I can think of, whatever you just said, I was like, solitary confinement? Like, I don't know what, Well, like, no, that's what I want to get into, but I, wait, hold on. Because that's what it, again, this isn't solitary confinement, but, like. Oh, oh, oh cruel and unusual punishment. There are you go. serious? I couldn't get there. <laughs> it's, it's, that's a different type of part. There we go. I couldn't, inhumane and cruel and unusual punishment. I couldn't think of that saying for some reason, but we were all on the same We way. were. Solitary confinement also goes. What exactly what you're talking about? So I was thinking today. Yeah. Uh, like having a conversation this morning of like a colleague, and I was talking about like think about like the way that we treat like prisoners, which literally yeah. we do a whole episode on too, um, and like how we put them in isolation and we put them in solitary confinement and like for like months on end. Right, but like you're t- you're doing that to people. To like extent. right, you're saying right now. Yeah, and it's like it's this. It's obviously again to not the same extent. Blah blah. blah. Right? No, 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 and not not at all. But I'm saying like you're to a person who's used to having the freedom, social contact and freedom. Right, right. You're that it's on that level for what they're capable of understanding and what their experiences are. And it's like when you put when you add on like what you were saying, like these constant reels of negative information, like who literally are just putting somebody through that cruel and unusual punishment. Like that, it's just, uh, and I think that's what's going to break. People are going to break like society. And and that's also, I feel like this is also (laughs) why, at least in American culture, like you tell people to quarantine themselves and they're like, no, fuck this shit. Well, no, yeah. Dan was saying the other day, somebody went into the store I was, like, talking about how, like, you can't still be getting customers. He's like, no, someone came to the store to buy, like, a, like, a Slim Jim and, like, candy. And I was, like, and, I was, and he was frustrated because, like, why are you here? Like, you should be home. But I literally, yeah. like, I was, like, because he's, he's practicing his rights. Right. Like, he should say that. And he's, like, I need to do something. No. And he is practicing his rights. So it's, like. Right. Like, that's the American culture. Like, we have rights. And, like, we were, our foundation of this country is that, like, our, the citizens have rights. Like. Yeah you know, and all that stuff, but, like, for right now, I get it, like, I totally get it, but right now, in this little global pandemic, like, people need to realize that, like, yeah, their action, they might not know they have the virus, like, that's the whole thing, like, it would be one thing, like, if this virus, like, all of a sudden you had symptoms, and, like, all right, you have it, like, you can't go out, but because Mm -hmm. it stays in your system, and sometimes it doesn't show up till two weeks later, if you're still doing the same shit for two weeks, and not knowing that you're sick, you're gonna get so many more people sick, that is my biggest, so, like, I have, um, like, I have clients who are, like, oh, you can still come to my house, like, no one's sick here, and I'm, like, I can't, like, I physically cannot, like, it's not, I'm not concerned, yeah, not concerned about myself, I would just, I couldn't find, like, I couldn't end up being the person who was carrying it and got someone in your face, like, that would crush me, and I know, I do that, and, like, I think I, like, tweeted or something the other day, um, um, because I just got so frustrated with everything that, like, everyone wasn't following their, their, like, quarantine rules, depending on whatever your township is, all the, whatever. But in my, I was, like, in my head, I was, like, I know a bunch of my friends have, like, very bad immune systems. Like, 
either whether it be like a mental like you know thing or like an actual physical like undertone thing like I couldn't live with myself like say like my best friend has a really bad immune system like I couldn't live with myself if I was being selfish and just wanted to see her for like half an hour and I got her sick like can you like I feel like if you put it into that perspective and tell people that like I think it would make more sense than being like all right you have to stay home just because I say so it's just and I think it really goes back to the the you can't human mind is only so and like we were saying before like how people are having a hard time like digesting it like we can't truly experience something until we experience experience it and that's like the downfall of being a human right of like not having the ability to do that yeah it's like we can say what it could look like we can say what it'll feel like but until we actually go through the experience ourselves we can't fully relate to it you know what I mean can't see it for ourselves we can't project ourselves into it and it's just more powerful that especially in something like this right mm-hmm. especially when you're asking somebody to mm-hmm. stop practicing their rights mm-hmm. like they like, can't they can't can't fathom that yeah because they just they're just not and it's not and it's not like that's why it's mm-hmm. it amazes me yeah. Every day we go through this because I feel like it just brings so many things about humanity to its head. Yeah. Like it brings so many of these underlying things about being a person, about being a human that we've tried to overlook and try to sweat, like sweep under the rug yeah. Yeah. to a point that we cannot back away from. And I think it does it for our society too. I can agree with that. I think it's, it's so cultural though. Yeah. It's okay. so cultural because like um, today, I was telling you, like, we went out grocery shopping today, right? And, um, and this is such a small scale, but, like, just taking, like, my American culture and taking the Asian culture that, you know, I have, um, we first went to an Asian supermarket, totally, like, everyone wore a mask, everyone had gloves on. When you walked in, like, the cart was fully wiped down by someone that had gloves and, like, everything, like, and they had signs over there, I was like, please stay six feet apart. And they had even on the floor, like, I think Dan has this on his floor, like, yeah. like lines of mm-hmm. where six feet is. Yeah. And that's the Asian, like, and no one bat an eye because we're all wearing masks and, like, being super precautious and just, like, you know, all this stuff. And then I went to, you know, I went to ShopRite because <laughs> we, we didn't have anything, like, we didn't need stuff that wasn't in the Asian supermarket. We went to ShopRite and, like, no one fuck, <laughs> if anything. Yeah. No, like, it was just, like, status quo, like, our carts are, like, gross and, like, we just had hand sanitizer with us. Um, less and less people had masks on. If you had a mask on, it was like one out of like 20 people. Yeah. Like it was crazy. And like, that's a, just a super small scale of like the Western and like Eastern culture. But like, if you take like, if you take like our quarantining here, right? Yeah. Compared to literal shutdown of Wuhan in China, yeah. like they took it seriously. And they kind of flattened their curve a little bit because now America has more cases, even though we're trying to quarantine. Okay, wait, okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Explain this to me. Ready? Yeah. And this is why, and it's not to say, like, I understand, like, because we don't know what we're doing, we're trying to take the best action possible. Right, we don't, we don't know. But, like, but explain this to me. Yeah. If. Yeah. We are saying that you are not only going to be spreading this through just being in person, like your physical, like 
all of your purposes and all of your germs are spreading from directly to somebody else. If the virus is capable of like sustaining its life for up to multiple days on a surface, yeah. Why are we still functioning where we're passing goods from business to business? And it's like, the answer is money. <laughs> I know that. I'm aware of that. And I understand that, like, that's literally when, like, the, everything collapses, right? When that stops. I get that. And, like, how do people survive? I understand there's a concern there. But how, how then are you allowed to live on both ends of that? How then are you allowed to tell people you are not allowed to leave your house. We're taking away your human right. Like we're taking away your rights, your yeah. like ability to act on the freedoms that you have to do and say as you please. But at the same time, and we're telling you that that's for your safety. But at the same time, we're going to allow goods to move in and out of your home and in and out of your places where you would be. And like, how is that not hypocritical? And how is that like? How is that not just like? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I mean, Cause like you, I like, and Dan sees us all the time. Like they're yeah. moving products, right? And like shipments, there are still people. You don't know where that product came from, like initially, right? Like you don't know if someone who's touched it. it. Like yeah, right. and like you have, like Amazon is probably at its finest right now. Yeah, aside from the fact that oh, absolutely, a lot of people are online like, shopping, right? Because they don't want to go out. So it's like, oh, uh, it's just I just uh, I just feel like it's so. There's no right answer here, and I know, like, I would not want to be the person who's sitting at the helm and trying to make these decisions, but, like, at the same time, if you're going, you can't be so overly cautious and so, like, demanding of people not to do stuff when the world is still functioning. Right, to an extent, it is still functioning, yeah. Right, so it's, like, Mm -hmm. how do we balance that? And then, like, how are you stop? You're not, like, people are saying, like, we're trying... And that's the thing too, like we're trying to flatten the curve because being able, you're not going to be able to, if we're still going to function, which we need to, you're not going to be able to totally flatten it. You're not going to be able to completely stop the threat of it. It's just not possible. It's just not possible. And anybody who thinks that it is possible, I feel like, how? Especially in this, in this nation, right? Right. But also I'm thinking like, Italy's still shut down. Like, like, right? Like, (laughs) I honestly don't know. Cause like. I know even in China, I don't know if it was Wuhan or whatever, but when they shut down, um, they literally told people, like, to not stay home and whatnot. Um, the way that they got their goods or whatever wasn't through, like, you know, Amazon and whatnot, because, like, that's not probably, I don't know how well Amazon is in, like, China or whatever they use, but they had people literally at, like, street corners giving people their groceries, just like, right. and, which you're would... Funneling it, essentially. You're, you're, the government well, is being like, all right, you don't you cannot leave your house. We will give this to you, right? But I don't but think- you want to know? Wait, what? So let's talk about what, the go- what our government's doing, right? Right. Let's not do that. Yeah. We're so worried about the economy that we're going to inject this magical money that we don't know where it came from to give it to you- I'm going to Google this. Go on. With your own discernment to be able to make good decisions on how you're spending your money. Right, because it, my understanding of this bill, right, is that- People are getting a one-time twelve hundred dollars, correct? Like that's what I'm. That's how I understand. My understanding of this bill. All right, so two. It's five hundred dollars for every child, I think, and then it's twelve hundred per person. But in essence, right? You give this. I think this goes back to like Americans and their freedom. All right, you're giving these people 
the one time whatever, right? <laughs> How they're going to spend it isn't going to be smart. Like, I'm not saying, like, everyone. Some, but maybe a majority of people will be very smart about this money. But, like, realistically, what is this one-time thing going to do? <laughs> right. And like, you want to know what, what I see would be a brilliant idea based on what you just told me about what they're doing? We have all, and I literally have this, like, sitting, and this is not an endorsement, but I have this sitting <laughs> on my counter, like, on my... Oh, fresh? Yeah, I have it sitting on my, um, my desk. Not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored, and we're not, like... But what should be happening is if we yeah. have all of these companies to do this, they should be working directly with the government and like even like the places that have like the ugly produce and stuff, right? And like <laughs> like all of these companies that have access to this, these fresh this fresh produce, they should be working directly with the government and that's like do a similar thing like in China. Be right? like we're like have an actual food. system. Yeah. Don't you can't like <laughs> I'm gonna draw a picture. China also, by the way. I think it's China, but it's definitely an Asian country. So like what are you doing? <laughs> Wait, hold on, I'm drawing a picture. So, like, this is the money, right? <laughs> like, you need this, right? Is what we're trying to say, right? But Correct. we only need this from what you're talking about, like what we've said. You only need this as a mean to get, like... To get your goods or services or, like, to pay off a service, like, electric, utilities, house, whatever. This. Yeah. Pretend this is a grocery bag. You only need this to, like, to get to this, right? Yeah, yeah. If you know that this... Honestly, like the whole reason of bartering, the whole reason of developing a like a financial system, yeah, system. Was because it's it's a means to an end, right? Yeah. Means end is because you need to be able to sustain yourself. Like right. so, it goes back to that like that human. Have you ever seen like the uh, uh, Maslow's, Maslow's like, human like, hierarchy like, of like needs or of human needs? Yeah. yeah. So like you're talking that right? Yeah. So, but instead of like, and what isn't like freedom and like freedom of choice and being able to yeah. make decisions like. Like, like, you need, I know, we have to look at it. You're not looking it up. <laughs> Let's look, look at it. Okay, pause. Um, I think I know what you're talking, like, what you're getting at, yeah. Um, hierarchy of needs. Okay, so at the top is self. Self-activation. I can't even say that, yeah. Esteem, love, belonging, safety, and physiology. So, physiological. Yeah. So, the basis of that, and just to be clear, at the bottom, this picture says, that is blurry as a mother. Hold on, let me do this one. At the bottom of your basic needs, your yeah. human needs, is food, water, warmth, and rest. Yeah. Ba very comes basic. next. Mm -hmm. Security and safety comes next. Yep. Now we're talking prestige and feeling of accomplishment and self-esteem and self-actualization and potential and having the ability to make decisions for yourself and psychological needs are higher than that. Very high, yeah. This is your basic need. To sustain your life is a, yeah. the foundation of your like existence and your needs. Yeah. This is a luxury that a lot of people in other countries don't have. So that's what we're yeah. trying to sustain here. But the means to the end is still, you're not living without this stuff. So again, it comes back to that, like we're still trying to push this illusion of saying, oh, we're trying to help you by giving you the money to, to buy the stuff that you need. And they're gonna encourage you. I just watched a video yesterday from um, one of the, uh, I'm not gonna use names, one of the fitness centers that I teach dance at, yeah. and they're putting all of their people on furlough and like temporary, like okay. leave and like not paying them for the next month. Yeah. And they're telling people, don't buy any, don't spend money on anything you don't need to spend money on. Only spend on like. Furlough. You're telling people this, but people have their minds of their own. Like oh, wait, and the best part is they're telling people to like. I mean, I get it. They they should be. They tell people to ask to like not owe money to like rent and things like that, which shouldn't be the situation. Like those places should be turning around and saying, 
we understand what's happening. We're not yeah. going to ask you to pay. Yeah. doesn't matter. But like, why? So, but you know that the human need, you're telling people don't spend your money on anything but this, but then you're giving them the money to make the choice. It's just, it just seems so like ass backwards. And I don't, at the end of the day, I understand people are going to have the argument, well, it's our money and we have the freedom to make the choice. That's why we live in this country. Beautiful. But at the same time, if you're going to say that you're a government that's there to help you like make your best life choices and is there to really support you, this is a chance for you to turn around and say, this is what you actually need. Let yeah. us give it to you. And if it's going to be $1,200, if it's going to be that much money, and yep. maybe say, okay, this is the average amount that a family spends on groceries per this many people. We're going to give you this much. Make people start to realize what it's like to have to, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Make, yeah. It could make people realize that this is a real good, thing that's happening. <laughs> right. And then make people have, it could be a great opportunity for people to realize and how to be appreciative of what we have in this country. And like, yeah. it, it would be very dire. And no matter what, happens like people are going to complain and critique things even like we are right now it's a wonder of living in this country we get to do this but at the same time this is a great opportunity for like our government to turn around and say this is what we actually want to do this is how we actually can serve you yeah right? and like maybe we can make people realize like we are actually well functioning and we're not all of these negative things that people talk about with the, like that is the biggest issue right yeah like so many of the people that i know who've come to this country literally don't come to this country because they love their government. They come here because they're like, I get the freedom to do whatever I want. Literally, it's the opportunity to do whatever you want. Which, and that is which, the difference. Right. Oh, which, which can go back to education. Sorry, say what you were going to say. No, I, that's literally, I, that was basically it. I mean, like, yeah, with, I mean, immigrants that come over here aren't, they might love their government more than our government here. Like, but the fact that we can do whatever we want and become something more here compared to their home country is why people come over, right? right? And then at the end of the day, like, they're also kind of helping out the world by, like, giving their family back home, like, money to go sustain, you know? Like, yeah. it's just a whole, like... Like, sustaining a global economy versus right. our economy. Correct. Exactly. So, yeah, because it's always going to, like, going back to what we said, it's always going to be an ebb and flow situation. Yeah, and it's always going to work out. If restrict that at all, then you're. Yeah. That's why we get recessions, right? As no, right. Like that's why we need to talk about that. Now that's an issue because when the major players who hold all the money get scared in their little tiny, tidy whities about the fact that the economy is <laughs> going down and pull all their money out of the economy, that's when we're effed. Correct. Exactly. And <laughs> your face. I love your face. I'm just like I'm just like so annoyed. With this whole thing. Is so let's go back to actually talking about the education aspect of it because we talked about such a good part. Um, what are we, I don't remember, dang it, dang it, I lost the good segue moment of what I was, gonna, there was like a perfect liner that I was going to get out. It's not your fault. <laughs> and then it ran away. Um, but like that goes back to the system that we developed in education, right? Right. It's, We're, it's a, it's been cultivated by the, our government that wants that to sustain. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right, like, I'm trying to say something, but I can't find the word right now. Like, the way that our education system is built, I guess, isn't... It's also very selfish, right? Like, it's... it's yes, yeah, like, the kids are getting educated on, like, 
standardized tests, but like where do the, the standardized tests and oh, don't funnel into started on standardized Well, you know, but like that's kind of like the buildup, right? Like the well, buildup yeah. of, of K through twelve is like the SATs. If you if you really okay. like really like like put it into a very broad perspective of like how our education system is built, your K through twelve is banking on you becoming a very good standardized test taker for the SATs to go into very good college or at least get into college so that the government can then get or like you know the universities can get your tuition right which also then wait no please keep going so keep going <laughs> keep unpacking that and then what happens to you what are like, you like do? Also, like what am I trying what say that again <laughs> okay so yes right right correct taking out and now I I am an educator at heart. I'm a teacher at heart. Taking out all of the yeah. good stuff with all of the intention that teachers put in there and all the intention of what not, and like getting out of it, right? Yeah. We're, not, we're not talking, we're not I'm saying not talking like, about there's not anything good there. But I'm if you about really, the really, right, yeah. if you really, really look at the system, right? You, again, right? Like if you really look at the system, I'm not saying I hate education. I'm saying no. system. For education. For education boil down is to literally become a standardized test taker okay so keep going with that keep going with that in what direction do you want me to keep going so you go into a university right right and then get good grades at the university with the intention of what and the intention of getting a very good job to right and go make money and then have this economic success that will funnel into our government and into the system but also let's talk about this What's the percent of people that through that system are actually able to attain the amount of money that we relate to what would be the American dream? Like the one having, like, <laughs> right. And yeah. if you look at 90% of the people who are the 1%, they didn't yeah. get there for the education system. No, it's, it's a uh, family money, old money. <laughs> no, not that. It's honestly, it's honestly, a, there's a lot of other factors, but yeah. It's usually the people who end up being the one percent that yeah. don't have to work through a corporation are the people. Who oh well, yeah, because right, or they're the kids who maybe didn't feel successful in school or were socially isolated, things like that. Like, right. but that if you buckle down to it, right? Our education system, our education system is based on the promise of you go to school, you get good grades, you'll graduate, you'll get a good job, you'll have financial success, you'll have job security. Right. None of those things at the latter end exist right now, especially right now. Yeah. Right. But we still have the same system that's been developing. And then on top of that, you're putting, like you said, all of the stress on these children to have to meet standards of a standardized test that literally does nothing but test where you are in life at that moment and whether and like, you're a test taker or not. And like, I don't, I've never test well. Like, in Me all tests, and like, even in like school, like, yeah, my grades, like, again, this. I think this goes back to another episode that we did. Like, my grades were great, but I had to fucking work hard. Like, tests oh, yeah. are so stressful. And, like, mm. and like, it's not fair to the kids to be, like, a GPA score, like, for these universities. Like, it's not just that. That's why when you – there are so many – mm-hmm. and this is one of, the, one of the biggest things that I value about going through, like, my – education degree is you learn 
so much about like the brain and like childhood, like adolescent development and like ways that you can inspire kids to want to learn, right? Because our brains want that at that age. But then, and like all of the different learning styles and how do, and teachers, the best teachers are the teachers that are able to, to inspire that learning because they understand all of that. Yeah. But then you're putting them and the children that they're trying to teach in this box that tells them they have to meet this and they're not able to explore the way that they, the way that they would be, right? The way that they, the way that they desire to, the way that like as humans, we desire to, right? We learn through experience. Taking a standardized test isn't going to actually teach you about the experience. It's just going to teach you about the standard test and stretch you out. So like going back to two factors we literally just talked about with stress and what we're doing. Um, And you're preparing, you're essentially working to prepare these children to attain a dream that is non-existent. Right. What we keep saying is existent. And that's why that they keep going for it. You know, like, yeah, like you're perpetuating this, like this, this fantasy. Yeah. And like, that's why I think our generation has really, really been like standing up to all of this. Um, expect like, and like I can say from my perspective, like I did what I was supposed to do and then yeah. still came out and was like, I'm not okay with the situation. Like you or you are able to really like we are really able to look 60 years into the future and be like, I absolutely don't want to be doing this in 60 years. I absolutely don't want to be have to be cutting somebody's throat or stepping on somebody to get hired to that. Yeah. To say it here right yeah. to get higher up here and step on all these people who are going to do all the work to help me make money and try to get to my one percent like i don't want to live through that no, no. for another 60 years and it's like we're realizing that it's not possible and now mind you for like our parents yeah like that generation it was a little different right it, it did wasn't able and like you said that old money that's how a lot of people that's how the like the original like people yeah. right people well i mean the original people made money off of slavery but besides that you know I mean. not getting into that like that was an attainable dream right that was like yeah. the way that the 40s and the 50s were 50s were that cookie cutter life that was when yeah. the american dream was born yeah why in god's name yeah right why in god's name all of these years later we're talking half a century plus later are yeah. we still trying to do that like it has to be redefined and yeah. it comes down to like if you look at you know all the people that are making the decisions that are sitting in the office that are controlling everything that's going on in our world right now with how we're responding to COVID. Like, what generation are they from? The fucking older ones. Yeah. It's not to say that like they don't have good ideas and like they can't be understanding right. and they can't see. They're trying. The thing is like they're it, trying and like we can't really. But it comes back to the same. You can't experience something unless you experience it. Yeah. Right. Now we're just backtracking on like, oh shit. Okay, we're experiencing yeah. it. Yeah, and it, it makes. I think that's just a human experience. Like, okay, we're, we have to figure this out and backtrack because like, right. you know, I know what to do now. Like, you know? But it's just having that awareness to be able to say this worked for us. Maybe it doesn't necessarily work for the future. Like, and, and like all of these generational, like these intergenerational like fights that are happening, like the okay boomer bullshit that's yeah. been going around, like, and all of the trying to pass blame, like it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Like, we can't change what's happened. They made the decisions that they made because they had the opportunity to, right? They were trying to do what they thought would be best in the long term. And 
if it wasn't for all of that, we wouldn't have the opportunity for our generation and the next generations to have the realization that something needs to change. Like that's going to be, right. that's going to be the, the pivotal point, the powerful point of our generation and people like, I would like to say like us who are realizing that like, something else needs to happen, you know, yeah. um, you can have these conversations and, and make an impact for the, for the future. Yeah. So like, it's, it's, it's not, it's nobody's fault. It's all of our fault. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, yeah. And it's just, it's not like the placing blame is not doing anything. It's just like, we actually need to like meet together and have the conversation. And this whole thing, the mm -hmm. only way that we're going to overcome this is if people stop the bullshit and yeah. stop the facades and the fantasies and stop wizard of the hell out of it. And just actually like come to a level playing ground and say like, this needs to be addressed because we're not, we are, we're not making it, making it out of this as like a existence of humanity unless that happens. Right. Agreed. It's, it's definitely like all of our faults that this is happening right now. Right. Um, and again, I think it just boils down to the American dream and the rights and all the freedoms that we have. It's like, you can't, you can't tell me what to do is basically what it is, right? And I think... Yeah. You can't let the leash go and then try to pull back on it. And, and I think that also comes in part with, like, the education system, honestly. Like, yeah. kids going through the education system, like, a bunch of us are like, no, you can't, like, our poor teachers, like, no, you can't tell them what to do. Like, yeah, I'll do my fucking homework, but I, today I won't. Like, I don't want to do it. Like, That can't. was another thing. See, like... Not about... Was, and it's... <laughs> that goes back to what I said before, right? It is not their job to discipline your child. It is not oh, their yeah. job to, yes, they, their job, like literally what teachers are supposed to be doing is inspiring learning. Yeah. Providing that process. Yeah. That's all they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Basic manners, basic discipline. Basic etiquette of like being a human. Yeah. That's nurturing, terrible. nurturing yeah. these children those are things that kids are supposed to be learning at home. But let's go back and like big scheme of this, right? You have, from what I have seen, and this is from my experiences, you have absent parents for multiple reasons who are trying to do the best for their child, possibly, or just honestly, just not. Yeah. Um, I have seen the one end of the spectrum where you have a, a parent who wants their child to have a better life. So they are out working tirelessly and endlessly to try to build the financial yeah. just like the financial option really to be able to do that and offer their child the best because they want that and then they're not there to take care of or parent that child yeah. and the child gets into xyz right right or is raising themselves or is getting can get into something really good can get into something really bad whatever they're not actually getting parenting and then teachers are something somehow trying to make up for that and teachers literally now in their curriculum, so many of the teachers who I like work with and talk to yeah. um, who are outside of the dance realm, they literally have to incorporate like wellness into their teaching plans. So like they have to have like these mental check-ins with their kids and they have to um, like do these wellness lots of them, right? Like that's asking like too much. It's, it's hard enough to do that for one child. But like your whole class... Plus, they're over most schools, especially in New Jersey, are, like, overrun with kids. Like, it's, like, the the ratio of, like, teacher to student is, like, a stupid amount. It's definitely over double digits. 
Yeah. Like it's not uncommon. I mean, you remember when they used to, they had to start putting the fake walls up in our high school. Like, yeah, it's just not, it's just not, it's just not a sustainable system. So like the, the good, like, yay, people being able to learn from home, be able to be able to, I really, because I feel like a thing, we probably talked about this last week. Yeah, we did. We're like being able to work from home and all of that. Like, it's great for people to have the opportunity to do that but like our entire society and the way things work all of our systems are going to have to adjust because you're not going to be able to go back no so like how, how is this an option like how do you right so how back? do they i mean in some cases i feel like it'll go back seamlessly i know i feel like i feel like in terms of the work aspects that'll be different but in terms of the education aspect i feel like parents are going to be so happy to go have their kids go back to school and kids are going to be so happy to get to be social because that's exactly where they start to develop that especially in their teenage years and um, even even some kids i mean i know my sister she's like this is great like i could do this i'm like so like maybe some kids would rather do option this. for it like at home learning like it's not a, it's not an obscure thing there are there are people who get like suspended from school and like get punished and not able to be in the school system are able to do that i don't even know if we should just I know, we might be just, like, done for today, and it's totally cool. We got some really good stuff in there for, like, a solid hour, so. Okay, I don't, I don't even know how I'm going to edit the end of this. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this is quarantine life, everybody. This is what quarantine life has come down to. Yeah, so it, post-production, <laughs> if this seems very choppy at the end, it's because my family kept coming, coming down to the basement, and we had to figure it it's out. It's cool. We'll figure it so, out. Um, we were talking well, about... Well, yeah. let's, okay, let's, let's, let's wrap it up. Let's summarize before this something, happens again. <laughs> wrap it up with something hopeful. So, like... Hopefully all of this is going to cause, like, a good response. Yeah, like, a good shift in response in, like, yeah. the systems, not, and the education, I mean, I guess this episode really was about, like, the systems of our culture, right? The systems of yeah. our society. Not just hopefully, education. Yeah. yeah, hopefully it'll, it will help shift and, like, better, <laughs> be more, and better the systems, <laughs> the systems that we have in place so that we can have a better functioning society and economy and just communities yeah. right in the aftermath of all of this yeah that's that's what the hope is is that mm -hmm. this global again global pandemic brings out i don't know the more like the awareness of like being human again and not just like a function of like yeah. robot in society like you know that's it yeah yep. it's like the the phoenix rising out of the ashes right this is the time to do that yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, I guess, you know. Yeah, it's like, it, this is the time to, and I was thinking of this yesterday, because, like, I, when I was going for my walk, I was, like, I was in a, like, weird place, like, the yeah. past three days, yeah. and I was going for my walk yesterday, and I was trying to think of, like, what I would want to share with others, right, and, like, doing yeah. my little thingies, um, and I was, like, this is now the time for, if you're dealing with stuff, and you have stuff that you are, like, trying to un like uncover like now is the time to actually do that and mm -hmm. see how you can rise and I was relating it to ready for my nerdiness um I was relating it to like this is the time of year what's how it triggered all of this I was on my walk and I was hearing like all the birds chirping and seeing all yeah. the flowers that are blooming and everything and like this is the time of year this is spring right like things are mm -hmm. have been sitting yeah. dormant all winter and building up their ability to come to life again and like this mm -hmm. we're in this transformative season and like this yeah. is the time right now when our existence as humans to be able to go through that transition change yeah agreed here's your analogy i didn't put you as many analogies today there we go i made one 
Say that. Wait, what? Say that again? You got I didn't, I didn't really use a lot of analogies today. There you go. Oh, I know. You usually do have, like, a couple good, like, ones, but I think for this one, at least, it was very just factual and just, like... Yeah, very just... Very yeah, fair. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Changing of systems. How can we be better after all of this? Thank God for technology, because Maria and I would be losing our minds if we weren't able honestly. to do this and talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank God, honestly. Right. But yeah, we'll figure out what we're going to talk about in the next episode. Hopefully it'll be something that doesn't end up talking about COVID. But I mean, we're living in it, so we're probably going to talk about it. Realistically, it will be. Yeah. But maybe we can do another um, group call. That'll be fun. Okay. Fun last time. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. we have to. We'll, we'll blast. People were awesome. Cool. All right. So we'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And we hope that you stay healthy and well through all of your COVID-19 experiences. Goodbye. Goodbye.